Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast. I am your host, Ilana Major, and per usual, I want to welcome each and every one of you guys to this podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to say welcome and thank you for tuning in. If you are returning, thank you so much for continuing to listen to my podcast and continuing to support me and pour out your love and encouragement. I do not take it for granted. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you guys. And so on today, we are going to get into a message that the Lord has given me. And today is what you guys, it is Good Friday. I like to call it Good Friday because every single Friday, the Lord gives us a good word to sustain us through the next week. And so again, happy Friday to each and every one of you guys, or should I say Friday, (laughs) happy Friday to each and every one of you guys. I pray that you guys have a safe upcoming weekend and all of that jazz. Now, I was praying on what I should speak on for this particular episode. And as I was praying, the Lord gave me two names from the scripture. The Lord gave me Mary and the Lord gave me Martha. And so what I want to do is I want to read from the book of Luke. If you have your Bible and you guys know, I like for you to pull out your Bible or pull out your phone, whatever you have your Bible located on, pull it out and grab something so that you are able to take notes. Um, If not, just mentally take notes. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, we are going to get into the word on today and I am going to be reading from the new King James version. This is what the word of the Lord says. I'm reading from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one Thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Okay, you guys, we are going to get into the word for the Lord on today. <laughs> and um, before I even get into this, I truly hope, I don't know who this message w- will specifically be for, but I pray, even as you begin to listen to this episode, I pray that God will soften your heart. I pray that God will give you um, 
I pray that God will give you what you need to receive his word on today. And then I pray that he He will give you the courage to be obedient unto whatever changes he calls you to make in your life as a response to this word. You guys, I was reading this story and there were so many things that jumped out at me. And today is one of those days where I took a slew of notes of which I will not share them all. But I took a slew of notes because there were so many things that jumped out at me about this story. Um, but I do want to give it a title. If I am going to give today's episode a simple title, I will title it Get Into His Presence. So in this particular story, we see that there is Martha who apparently has a gift of hospitality. This, At least that's what I would think. She's inviting people into her home. She seems as if she's delighted to have them because if you weren't, you wouldn't welcome them. Now, just know this, you guys. When you invite Jesus into your home, um, back back in this time when Jesus was walking the earth, if you invited him, you were not just inviting Jesus because baby Jesus had an entourage, aka called disciples. And so if you were inviting Jesus in your home, you were also inviting others. And so Martha invites them into her home, but Martha finds herself being overwhelmed. And so I look at this story and I'm like, wow, I see parts of, um, I see aspects of who Martha is that I can relate to, but I also see aspects of who Mary is that I can relate to. How many times have we taken on a responsibility and then been upset because the responsibility overwhelmed us? And so as we look at Martha in this scripture, we see that Martha is extremely overwhelmed with this particular responsibility, right? She's so overwhelmed that she goes to Jesus and Now, I believe that Martha was right in going to the Lord because I believe that we ought to have the type of relationship with God where we can go to him about any and everything. The things that bother us, the things that trouble us, the things that hurt us, the things that frustrate us, the things that concern us. We should each have the type of relationship where we can go to God about everything. But it's funny because Martha goes to God and she's like, God, this is what I want you to do. And she's like, tell her to help me. And I love how Jesus responds to her because Jesus doesn't even address the fact that, baby girl, you can't manipulate me. (laughs) And sometimes I do believe that's what we do as believers. We go to God and we tell God the thing that we don't like, the thing we want God to change, what we want God to do instead of being receptive to what God has to say to us, instead of being receptive to what God's will truly is, instead of being receptive to to what God's word declares over us. And so in this particular scripture, it is as if Martha is having a bit of a tantrum and Jesus indulges her in the most gracious way. I just absolutely love how Jesus responds to individuals throughout scripture. I could read scripture every day, all day about how Jesus has responded to things that were stated to him. And I just learn and glean so much through it because I know that what God is trying to teach us is how to be gracious with people, how to be patient with people, that when we look at the things that he said, how to speak the truth in love and how to um, be uncompromising as it relates to the will of God and the word of God as well. 
And so anyway, as I was looking at this scripture, there were two main points that the Lord gave me that he wanted me to share with my listeners for today. The first thing that the Lord reminded me of that he wanted me to tell you is that fellowship with me is more important than service for me. And I am really wanting to speak a word over the lives of people who are busy bodies, people who have a lot going on in their lives. Um, Some of you guys who are serving in different ministries, some of you guys who are serving on the home front, you're serving um, on your job, you're serving at church, you're doing all of these different tasks. I want you to know that your relationship with God is paramount. Your relationship with God is the top priority. I've said this in multiple episodes, but everything you do will flow from the relationship and fellowship that you have in God. Watch this. Um, When you have the right type of relationship and fellowship with God, all of the people who love you, all of the people who encounter you uh, will benefit from the relationship and the fellowship that you have. If you have gotten into the presence of God, I'm telling you guys, God getting to his getting into his presence. It just evokes change getting into the presence of God. Um, it truly makes you more loving toward people. It makes you more like him. It makes you more compassionate. When you get into the presence of Jesus, he begins to rub off on you. You can't continually get in the presence of God and remain the same, remain unchanged. It is simply not going to happen. And so I see why Jesus wants us to know that fellowship with me is more important than service for me. I want to go back and I want to read what Jesus says to her one more time. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. And what the Lord is saying is that Mary has chosen to sit at my feet in fellowship with me. Mary has chosen to sit still and hear my voice. Mary has chosen to hear me. Mary has chosen the fellowshipping. She's chosen intimate relationship with me. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is that only one thing is needed. All I need is for you to sit still in fellowship with me. All I need is for you to sit still and get in my presence. That is the one thing that's needed uh, for you to maintain your relationship with God, for you to maintain your fellowship with God. For if you maintain your fellowship and your relationship with God, every other relationship in your life will benefit from that. Um, everything you do flows out of that place, how you choose to love people. It flows out of that place, how you choose to handle people flows out of that place. You can either have the type of attitude where you're going to give somebody the energy that they are giving you, or you can have the type of attitude where you are going to treat people the way that the Lord has called you to, where you're going to love people in spite of the fact that they are being unlovable in this season. And so being in the presence of God, it truly, it does a work on the inside of us that I cannot begin to describe. And even when I think about this particular scripture, 
Jesus was actually sitting there teaching. And so Mary was so enamored by Jesus and what he had to say. Mary was prioritizing that over everything. She could care less about the serving because guess what? As a woman of God and as a Christian, the service is going to come. Okay. Um, service is going to be something that you do again, that flows out of the relationship that you have with God. If you love God, you will serve him. If you have a right relationship with God, service will be a part of it. Um, and so this is what we see in the scripture that Mary is focused on this relationship piece. I have Jesus in my midst. I have him teaching before me. I will not miss a word that he is saying. I am going to glean everything that is to be gleaned in this moment. Everything else is secondary to my relationship with God. And I believe that that is the word that the Lord has for you on today, that everything else is secondary to your relationship with God, your relationship with your husband. It is secondary to your relationship with God, your relationship with your children. And I know this is hard because some of you guys, you're not going to want to hear this, but some of you guys idolize your children. Some of you guys idolize your marriage. Some of you guys idolize your job, but all of those things are secondary to your relationship with God. And even as I read that, it was conviction for me, you guys, because you guys know, you have heard me say this multiple times um, in my episodes. This, The title of this podcast is Journey to Purpose. And so I am all about purpose. I'm all about identifying what it is that God has called you to, right? And you guys know, I say this all the time that when I die, I want to die on empty. I want to have fulfilled my purpose or God's purpose for my life. I want to have done everything that God's called me to do. I want to have said everything that God's called me to say. I want to have gone every place that God has called my feet to tread upon, right? And um, I just felt as if when I read this, the Lord reminded me that Ilana, all of those things are my will for you. But what I want more than anything is a relationship with you. What I want more than anything is intimate fellowship with you. What I want more than anything is for us to be close. What I want for any, you can go out here and preach and teach and lay hands and do all of these things. But if your relationship with God is not intact, who is to say that God is even with you when you go do these things? And so when I think about that, the fact that the Lord is saying, Ilana, don't allow what I have called you to, to distract you from having a relationship with me. And so what we see with Martha in this scripture is that Martha was so busy with all of the things that she was doing. Martha and the things that Martha was doing, they weren't bad. And so I am speaking to you guys who have things on your plate that are things that are right. There are things that God has rightfully placed in your lap as responsibility. Those babies, that spouse, that position, that business, all of these things. But I just want to remind you that in the midst of those things, make time to get in the presence of God. Make time to make God a priority. Make time to read your word. Make time to listen to things that feed your spirit make time to have moments of worship with the Lord and so this scripture I don't know about anybody else this scripture has convicted me probably more so than anything else I have heard and I don't know how long I feel terribly convicted by this just to remind myself 
that when I'm because there are lots of times you guys that I'm reading my Bible and I'm doing those things in preparation for the episode. But the Lord is saying, I don't want you to just read my word because you're in preparation for these episodes and because you're thinking about a word and because you're thinking about what you can preach. I want you to read my word because you want to be close to me. I want you to read my word because you want to hear my voice. I want you to hear my my word. I want you to read my word because you have a desire to hear your father speak a word into your life because you have a desire to hear your father speak a word into your heart because you have a desire to hear what your heavenly father has to say about you in this season, in this moment, in this trial. And so again, you guys, I want to encourage you to get into the presence of God. I don't know what trials you might be facing. I don't know what is to come and neither do you, right? We don't know what is around the corner for us, but what we do know is that every corner that we turn that God is already there. The presence of God is already there. God, um, God's covering is already there. God's angelic protection is already there. God's hand of protection, his hand of provision, his hand of healing. Everything that we need is there if God is there. And that is what I think Martha was missing in this story. The second thing that God would have me to share with you guys is this. Everything you need, as I just said, I guess I got ahead of myself. But the second thing that God would have me to share is this. Everything you need is in the presence of God. If we look at the text and everything that we saw Jesus say to Martha, everything that we read that he said to her, I want us to um, really just notice three particular things that occurred. The first thing is that Jesus calls her by name. And so for whoever is listening to this, who is working on their relationship with God or who doesn't always feel seen by God, you think that God has forgotten you. God told me to tell you that he knows your name. He knows your name. He knows your name. He knows your name. And to say that God knows your name is to say that God knows you. God knows you. God knows your heart. God knows the things that concern you. God knows what's going on in your household. He knows what's going on in your marriage. He knows what's going on in your dating life. He knows the desires that you have on the inside of your heart. He knows you. He knows the things that you have suffered through. He knows the ways in which you have given selflessly. He knows how you have tried to take care of everybody around you till you depleted yourself. He knows. He knows about the stressors. He knows about the triggers. He knows about what happened in your childhood. He knows about what's stopping you from moving forward in a healthy relationship. He knows about the things that you are tempted with. He knows about the ways in which you have fallen. He knows about the ways that you will fall today. He knows about the ways that you will be tempted to fall tomorrow. He knows. And so when God calls her by name, it is as if to say, Martha, Martha, I know you and I see you. And the Lord wants you to know that he sees you. He has heard every prayer. He has saw every Every time you laid prostrate for, before him, he saw it. Every tear that you have dropped, the Lord has seen it. Everything that you have endured throughout the course of this year, God wants you to know that he knows your most deepest and 
most uh, quiet and private thoughts. God wants you to know that he knows the thing that you're wrestling with and you're struggling with and you're trying to walk away from it because you know that it's not the will of God, but you need God's help. You need his grace to be able to get past this season. God wants you to know that he knows he knows your name. He knows your heart. He knows the thoughts that keep on coming into your mind. God knows. He knows all of the ways in which the enemy is attempting to attack you in this season. But I want to remind you that though the weapons may form, they will not prosper. And so God wants you to know that he knows. He sent me as a reminder to let you know that he knows. He sees you. He knows your name. And so as we read this scripture, Jesus says, Martha, Martha, he calls her by name just as he calls you by name and wants you to know that he hears your heart. He hears your prayers. Every tear that fell, he heard it. And so the second thing that happens with Jesus is that Jesus addresses the issues of her heart. Jesus is able to address the issues of our heart because Jesus sees her heart. God knows the fullness of our hearts, not just the things that we bring before him in prayer, not just the part of us that we allow other people to see when we want to be portrayed as great Christians and people who love the Lord. Jesus sees all of it. God sees the goodness that is within your heart, but God sees the part of your heart that is deceiving you. God sees the part of your heart that that plots things. Um, God sees the part of your heart that uh, plans to sin. God sees everything that is within your heart. He sees the parts of your heart that are hard because you haven't yet healed. God sees your heart. And so, okay, Jesus calls her by name and then Jesus addresses the issues of our heart. I am going to read it again. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Oh, my God. As I read this scripture on today, my eyes were opened in a way that it had never been opened before. And so in this scripture, Martha is upset and she's fussing because she's like, Lord, have my sister to help me. And Jesus is saying in that moment, you are worried and troubled about many things. It's not just about today. And so for the one of you, the one or two or whoever of you who has blown up I want you to know that you are worried and troubled about many things that it, it's not. God knows that it's been a buildup. God sees that it took a while before you got to this point. You have been worried and troubled about many things. It's not just this thing. Now, this thing was the straw that broke the camel's back. This thing was the thing that caused you to go before God. This thing is the things that caused you to outwardly complain. This is the thing that caused you to begin verbalizing your frustration and your anger and all of those things. But the Lord is saying, I see your heart and I know that you are worried and troubled about many things. And so the Lord, um, he almost exposes her. He exposes her to herself. He uncovers what's in her heart to her, um, just letting her know that I see you. I know you have a lot of things on your plate. I know you got things that you're going through. Um, you're taking it out <laughs> in this moment on your sister, but it's about so much more than that. It's many things. And then what the Lord says is, um, or I'm going to put it this way. First, Jesus calls her by name. Second, Jesus addresses the issues in her heart. And then third, Jesus corrects, 
corrects her vision. Jesus fixes her vision. However you want to say it, Jesus corrects her perspective on this, right? Because Jesus ends by saying, but one thing is needed. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And that is my word to you on today. Those of you guys who find yourself worried and troubled about many things, concerned and frustrated and stressing out, the Lord is saying to you that only one thing is needed. And the one thing that is needed is for you to get in his presence. You want your marriage to be repaired? Get in his presence. You want your relationship with your children to be mended? Get in his presence. You want your children to be saved? Get in his presence. You want to overcome this temptation? Get in his presence. You want to walk in your workplace and have peace instead of giving people the energy that they are giving you? You want to continue to be a light in your workplace? Get in his presence. I told you that everything you do flows from the relationship and the fellowship that you have with God. Whatever it is that you need, it is in the presence of God. You're looking for a way to get through this season. You're asking God for grace. Get in his presence. You're looking for provision in this season. Get in his presence. You need a healing in this season because you got bad news from the doctor. Get in his presence. You're trying to figure out how you're going to get along with those in-laws. Get in his presence. You're trying to figure out how you are going to date and do it in a manner which is pure and pleasing before the Lord. Get in his presence. You're trying to decide if you should make this move. Get in his presence. You're trying to decide if you should leave this company, get in his presence. You're trying to decide which church you should join, get in his presence. You're trying to decide um, what ministry you should join, what you should be doing with your life, what your purpose is. The only thing that I can say to you is to get in his presence. Jesus fixes her vision. He totally transforms her perspective on this thing. He's like, you see it this way, but this is how I see it. You are worried about many things and you are distracting yourself from your pain. But if you would just get in my presence, I would address it. If you would just get in my presence, I would give you the grace to move forward. If you would just get in my presence, I would give you the peace that passeth all understanding. But you have got to get in my presence. And so the word of the Lord unto you on today is to get in his presence. As we look at the story of Martha, I began to think about some of the ways that Martha have and how similar a lot of us are to her. Martha um, seems to me to be riddled with anxiety in this. She's moving about, she's busy and she's doing all these things. And Jesus gets her still and says, hey, you are worried and troubled about many things. And I want to um, kind of share my own my own testimony and be vulnerable about vulnerable about this. Years ago, I used to be a person who was constantly on the move always. OK, and it took for the Lord to speak through my mother. And to this day, I don't even know if my mom knew the gravity of the statement that she made to me. I remember my mom saying, Ilana, sometimes when people are really busy and they like to keep moving, she said it's because they don't want to sit still because they don't want to process their own pain. Um, I don't remember exactly how she said it, but I just know she said they don't want to sit with themselves and face whatever pain it is that they have. 
And I promise you guys, that was me. I knew that me sitting still meant that I was going to have to address some of the things that happened in my childhood, that me sitting still was going to require me to address some of the grudges and some of the unforgiveness that was in my heart. Me sitting still was going to require me to address the fact that I had been victimized in ways that I did not ask um, or I didn't prompt or whatever you want to call it. And so I knew that me sitting still before God was going to force me to um, address issues with hurt that were on the inside and let go of things that I was holding on to. I knew that sitting still meant that I was going to have to sit with the pain. And sometimes sitting in the pain is painful to even think of. Sitting with the pain is painful. It's a painful thought to even bear the fact that I'm going to have to sit and process the pain of my life. And so for me, I was definitely a person who was on the go here, there, and just wouldn't sit still. Um, And when I would sit still, transparent moment, you guys, I had a season of my life where I dealt with very, very deep depression. And I remember I didn't share it with anyone. One day I was having a conversation with my sister Toya. And for some reason, me and that Toya, um, every so often, I will open up to her in a way that I don't open up to everyone. But I remember us having a conversation. And I remember me telling her that I had been depressed a lot. And I don't remember the question that she asked, but I had told her, I said, if I had to look back on the past year, I think I was depressed 70% of the time. And I remember my sister, I don't remember what she said, but I knew that there was a certain sense of sorrow and concern. And again, you guys, this was in my early 20s. I had made a lot of decisions that I wasn't, um, I wasn't happy about. I was um, a single mom and I was just getting out on my own and I just wasn't operating in wisdom. And I remember when I finally said, like, God, I'm just going to give it all to you. I remember surrendering myself before the Lord and just praying and asking God to help me to live a life that was glorifying to him because I was reaping consequences of living a life of disobedience. And so um, anyway, I don't even know why I got into all of that, (laughs) but apparently the Lord wanted me to share some of that testimony with somebody who is listening on today. Maybe you are a person who is struggling with depression. I want you to know that everything you need is in the presence of God. Even if God says it's okay to take that medication, it's okay to go to therapy. I want you to know that everything you need is in the presence of God. I am simply encouraging you to get in his presence. I don't know what it is that you're seeking in this season, but I promise you it's in his presence. I don't know what it is that you're desiring in this season, but I want you to know that it's in his presence. I don't know what the thing is that you long for, but I want you to know that it's in his presence. And when you get into the presence of God, God will inevitably do you exactly how he did with Martha, call you by name. God will reveal to you um, what's in your heart. He will expose it. And then God will change your perspective. And even though I didn't include this, um, but God will also do a healing um, on the inside. God will do a healing from the inside 
out. I am telling you, there is something about getting in the presence of God that is healing in and of itself. Even if when you walk away out of his presence, you're just like, okay, I got the grace to deal with this another day. Okay, I can deal with these coworkers. Okay, I can deal with this messy boss. Okay, I can deal with the troubles that I'm um, enduring as I'm raising my babies. I can deal with these things because God has strengthened me. The word of God says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. When I used to quote the scripture, I would always say the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Those who run to it are safe. And one day I was in my closet and the Lord reminded me, Lord, he said, Ilana, that is incorrect. He said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So not just any and everybody, the righteous, those who are in right standing, those who have accepted him as their Lord and Savior, those who belong to him, those who have made themselves um, to be children, those who have chosen to receive the love and the forgiveness of God. My name is a strong tower. And when you run to it, you are safe. Safety is to be found in the presence of God. Provision found in the presence of God. Healing even of the heart found in the presence of God. I want you to know that there is forgiveness. I don't know what you did last night. I don't know what you did last week. I don't know what you did in your childhood. I don't know what is the thing that keeps coming up in your mind that you are beating yourself up about. But I want you to know that forgiveness can be found in the presence of God. Mercy can be found in the presence of God. Compassion can be found in the presence of God. I don't care what you have done. Love can be found in the presence of God. And so on today, I pray that as you guys heard this message, I pray that it pricked your heart. I pray that it spoke to you. I pray that even in me sharing my testimonies and me being vulnerable with you, I pray that God is using all of it. Um, and we know, you guys know I'm going to quote my favorite scripture. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so I want you to know that everything, the thing that brings you shame, the thing that caused you pain, the thing that hurt your heart, the thing that made you feel as if you would never love again. I want you to know that God is working all of it together for your good. All you need to do is get in his presence. And so I'm going to repeat my two points to you one more time. The first thing that God would have you to be reminded of is that fellowship with me is more important than service for me. Fellowship with me is more important than service for me. The second thing is that everything you need is in the presence of God. This concludes my episode. I love each and every one of you guys. I pray that you guys have a blessed and safe weekend. I will see you on next week. Peace out, peace out, peace out, peace out. I love you. Bye-bye. If you're listening to this message, that means that you've finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.